Welcome to week two of our Marigold Force podcast focused on perseverance. Inspired by Jennifer Gonzalez, we believe that everyone, especially teachers, need to find their marigolds. If you can find at least one marigold in your school and stay close to them, you will grow. Find more than one marigold and you will positively thrive. Hence, we created the Marigold Force to bring together change-making educators in person and on this podcast to share fresh perspectives, make true personal and professional change, and have fun doing it. So keep holding on dear marigolds. Yes, a break is near or already here. Keep hanging in there. This month, we'll continue to gather four times to focus on perseverance all the way through the long stretch until and after the break. This is week two of our Marigold Force March workshop. Woohoo, week two. Week two. And for all of you new marigolds, let us remind you what we do each episode and what it will look like as we take you through our Marigold Force flow of our workshop. Jesse, could you recap what it looks like with our new marigolds, please? Absolutely. Whenever we meet in person or in the podcast, we'll take you through these elements. We start with the cleanse, noticing where we're at, what's going on around us. Then we move on to a guided meditation that I'll take us through. After the guided meditation, Joel will take us through three strategies we're working on at the Miracle Force this month. He'll always share a strategy for personal growth, professional growth, and lastly, one we call the community maker. We finish out our Miracle Force workshop with time to declare one commitment for the week. Since we already gathered on this podcast last week, you'll notice that this podcast is a tad bit shorter. Why is that, Joel? Great question. We intentionally want to make these podcasts 30 minutes or less. The perfect amount for a commute or making dinner. Exactly. You can always go back to the first episode of every month to hear our strategies in more depth. So think of it like this. During the first episode, we give you everything. We Mm -hmm. fill your plate. In these following three episodes, we refresh your plate and focus on specific parts of the strategies. But we'll keep it simple because remember, it's professional growth plus professional. Oh, let me try that again. (laughs) It's personal growth plus professional growth plus change maker community equals the Marigold Force. So one more in-depth podcast followed up by three shorter podcasts where we, you and Jesse and I can reflect on how we are doing with these strategies and make new commitments. I love doing this podcast with you, Joel. I hope you can hear it through your headphones or in your car or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Me too, Jesse. Me too. Let's get started. It's time to bloom. It is time to bloom. Before we get to the cleanse, I wanted to remind you all of our Marigold Force agreements. Joel, let's read them together. We hold a non-judgmental space for each other where... Only solicited advice is welcomed. Clear boundaries are honored. Success is peace of mind for being the best you. And gratitude is practiced for all things. The lessons learned here may be shared outside this space, but specific names and experiences never will be. Now let's get to the cleanse. We always start our workshops with a cleanse because we want to know where we're all at so that we know what we might need or not need. So Jesse, where are you at right now at this very moment? 
at this very moment, I'm feeling really refreshed and mm. lots of space, which is great for February. The last couple of weeks have been kind of a struggle for me with like sleep and mm. seasonal depression and just too many things on my plate. And I finally feel the space and it's, it's great. And I slept like a great eight hours last <laughs> night and I had it's my such a difference. Oh, it's great. So I feel, I'm feeling like really good and energized right now. Yeah. And on my end, I'm coming up off of a quick cold, which is nice. And, um, conferences are coming up and all this biggish stuff is coming up, mm-hmm. but it feels good. I feel prepared for it. And I'm similar to you. I'm feeling good and fresh. And I think it's surprising because often at this time of year, it's like, Oh, the sluggish, but I mm-hmm. don't really feel that way. And I think it's a lot because of this and because of you. So Absolutely. It's cool. well, take a moment now to pause and check in with yourself. Where are you at right now in this moment? Right now, I will lead you through our guided perseverance meditation. If you're driving, I invite you to keep your eyes open, yet be present in your body. If you're at home or elsewhere, I invite you to stop whatever you're doing. Find a comfortable seat, begin to focus your attention on your body and the breath. Let's breathe in together to calm our bodies in order to dig into perseverance in a few moments. Let's return to that idea of perseverance from last week. The key to perseverance isn't worrying about what's gone wrong, not working, or not being done right. It is simply in knowing, not seeing, that this moment is just part of the journey towards the outcome or goal you're working towards. It isn't the final outcome. I invite you to take a moment to bring to your attention a goal you're working on. This may be personal or professional, simple or complex. There's no right answer or way of doing this. Our intention is just to observe our thoughts and notice our tendencies. Now that you've focused your attention on a single goal, I invite you to observe your thoughts around that goal. You may notice positive self-talk and your own inner cheerleader. You may notice negative self-talk with blamings and shoulds. Maybe you notice distractions pulling you from that goal or a strong commitment to that goal even in your thoughts. Take a few moments to mentally note how your thoughts flow around this goal, and as your attention wanders, simply bring it back. The first step in any transformation is noticing. Noticing what our own tendencies are. Dr. Wayne Dyer once said, the state of your life is nothing more than a reflection of your state of mind. 
Slowly bring your attention back to your breath, breathing in and out as you come back into your body. Wiggle your fingers and your toes, circle your ankles and your neck, shrug your shoulders, and when you are ready, gently open your eyes and come back into the space you're taking up in the world. Take a moment now to reflect on what came up for you during that guided meditation. Go ahead and pause the podcast now. Anything come up for you, Joel, during the guided meditation? Yeah, a big goal of mine lately has just been to build more positive experiences, so to bring more joy to whatever I'm doing. So if it's the have-tos of life, a big goal of mine is just to make it more fun or more positive. And as as happens to me sometimes during meditation, my mind starts to wander, and I notice that um, I was right away thinking of the things that I have to do today, the things Uh, that I have to do today, the things I have to do today. And it's almost like my body says, before you can even think of the positive, you have to think of all the have tos. Mm -hmm. And I think that what I'm trying to work on and what I got to towards the end of the meditation was just saying, okay, I give you permission to think about it. But as you do think of the joy along the way, so instead of just saying, think of it all, all the hard stuff first, and then think of the, the good stuff that could be, I'm thinking of something that's hard or I need, I know needs to get done. And then something that can be joyful with it, something that needs to be done, something joyful. So it's just, it was fun to pause and, and notice that I can do both. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What about you? Um, My goal right now is just a simple one. I'm just trying to get back to the gym more consistently. It's been really hard in January and February and just, just getting there in the afternoon. And I was noticing all the like blaming and the shoulds Mm. and like, why didn't you, like, what got in the way of you getting there? Yeah. Um, and then also realizing, noticing that I'm doing that and being able to, like, nope, it's okay to be gentle on myself. Like, you didn't get there. You made the choice for a good reason. And because you made that choice, you can always start again tomorrow. Yeah. So just coming back to gentleness. Yeah. I so, love that. Yeah. Gentleness on the way. You know, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like striving for awesomeness, but being gentle in the process. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Let's carry on hearing. Let's carry on with that calming mindfulness practice into the rest of our miracle workshop. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks again, Jesse. For our personal growth today, I want us to come back to that concept of building a bad day life raft. Remember that when, with whatever comes up in life, we want to be able to swim in it, whatever it is, and not sink in it. Building a bad day life raft is what we do to persevere when we feel that even swimming in it is too much. This strategy has definitely helped me in the past weeks. Agreed. I feel like every week has just been so busy lately which is why the Bad Day Life Raft is a tool you can create to help you float, not sink through a bad Mm -hmm. day. And it's all about finding a small way to shift yourself to a more positive mindset. Last week, we focused on just one part of the Bad Day Life Raft, and that was making a list of the 10 things that are going right. 
we wrote down or thought of a list of things that are going right, those small moments of brightness and lightness that can help our minds focus and find all the things that are going right. So take a moment to add on to your list. And remember, keep it simple. I give you permission to not overthink this. So Jesse, at the Marigold Force, we're on week two of building our Bad A Life Raft. We're starting to make a list of things that are going right. Did you add anything to your list? Um, right now in this moment, I think just a good night's sleep. Ugh. I've added for sure. I'm very grateful for a full eight hours. Mm-hmm. Anything for you, Joel? I am grateful for NyQuil yeah. <laughs> for the same <laughs> full eight hours. I was having some cough fits these past few nights, and I was just like, no, let's just rock the NyQuil. <laughs> See you <I> later. Think, <laughs> um, it's kind of getting over my, getting over myself like, oh, I got to push through this or I got to – no. A, bet, a good night's sleep is more important than like being right in the moment or trying to do it the right way to get over a cold or whatnot. So Absolutely. I'm definitely adding that to the list. Well, this week we will focus on the next part of the bad day life raft, and that is saying thank you to someone. It sounds so simple, but we want to make sure that it's a genuine thank you. For example, the person who held up the door for you or someone who scanned your purse, a coworker who brought you cookies in the office. It might make you feel a bit, little bit lighter, and that is the purpose, mm. to make you feel lighter. Your negative emotions spread like wildflowers, says Annie McKee, founder of the Teleos Leadership Institute and co-author of the Primal Leadership book. She said that in an interview to Harvard Business Review. She said, it's worth changing your mood, not just to make your day more pleasant and productive, but also to spare those around you. Huh. So take a moment to write down or think about someone you want to say thank you to. And again, this is a genuine thank you. Why? Because it will bring a lightness to your day. So take a moment to think about who you will say thank you to or to write that down. So anyone come to mind, Jesse? Yeah. Um, after talking to a good friend of mine last night, she's a, also a secretary to school. Um, she was just sharing how like everyone's coming to her for things they need like time and time again, and no one like stops to say thank you or ask what she needs. So today, I'm, I'm going to make it a point to say thank you to our wonderful staff in the office because everyone's always going to them for their needs. So I think it's, those will be my people. How about you, Joel? Oh, you saw my idea. I'm kind of <laughs> gonna. Um, I'm one of those cheesy people who says thank yous for the thank yous, and I got a really nice thank you note from our administrative assistant at our school. Her name rhymes with Resika. Not, <laughs> not gonna say her name, but I really want to make sure to show gratitude for her gratitude. She wrote me a really nice note, and it really made my day. And I tend to give her a lot of thanks. I want to make sure like I said here to give her a really genuine one yeah. because I think that um, often we say thank you a lot, but that sincere, take your time. Thank mm-hmm. you is really important. And I'm really excited to, to do that for her and for all of our office staff. Yeah, absolutely. So we have our top list of the 10 things that are going right. And now we have saying some extra thank yous. These little steps help make any hard day better for us as we build our bad day life raft. And like I said, a little bit earlier, it also helps those around us too, our peers, our Mm -hmm. students, our loved ones. 
everyone. Love it. Thank you, Joel. Thank you. Now we're moving into professional growth. What do we have, Joel? Again, we intentionally start with personal growth ideas because we know that you cannot rock professional development without personal development. Mm -hmm. Again, this is our marigold force, non-negotiable. Start with yourself. And now that we've prioritized ourselves, let's move on to professional growth strategy for March, which is our how to break out of the busyness paradox. This one? saved my life this uh, last week. Uh, oh, me too. Very, very much so. I can't think of anyone who doesn't need this or at least feel that they need this. Again, there are four mini steps to break out of that busyness paradox. I'll remind you what they are from last week and then I'll expand on just one this week. Again, if you want to hear more of, about them, listen to or re-listen to our previous podcast or click on the links in the podcast show notes. Be thinking about which one is resonate with you the most at this moment. So here are the four mini steps to breaking out of the busyness paradox. Number one, plan your date in advance. That's when you take two minutes every day, either before your work or school day starts or ends or right before bed. And you think, what is the most important thing I have to do? Therefore, the first thing Mm -hmm. I have to do. So number one, plan your date in advance. Number two, group all your low-value tasks together. That doesn't mean eliminating all your low-value tasks, though. You simply have to find a place to put them and then actually do something about those tasks. Number three is plan for non-busy time. That means picking a weekend day or even just a weekend afternoon to simply not be busy. And number four, have a regular check-in with your brain which means getting real about your time. If you don't know how long it takes you to do things, you can't plan. And if you can't plan, you're more likely to fall into that tunnel of doing unimportant things. You want to make time to actually do the most important things for you. So before we take a moment to focus on one of those strategies to break out of our busyness paradox, I want to share a personal story about the importance of regular check-ins. If you know me, you know my brain has this uncanny ability to see, feel, and know time. Mm -hmm. It's like there's a clock in my brain and body that is ready to go off at all times. It's also constantly calculating and keeping track of what is going on around me. How long does it take me to make coffee? How long it takes to get to work? How long it takes to finish a batch of emails? That said, I want to encourage you all, and as I do this, I'm encouraging myself, who needs it the most, to get real about our time and to be generous with our calculations. So even if I know it takes five minutes to go to the gym, I will give myself 10 minutes just so that I can be generous and gentle with myself. Sure, it doesn't always happen, trust me. Mm -hmm. And I do know that when I do this, being real with my time and being generous with myself and my time, it makes such a difference. Now, write down which one you will focus on this week ahead, whether that's planning your day in advance, grouping your low-value tests together, planning for non-busy time or having regular check-ins with your brain and what micro actions you will take to make that happen. Do that right now. (music) 
So Jesse, what are you going to focus on to break out of that busyness paradox in order to, as you keep reminding us, create more space for your life? Well, I still need to continue to work on planning for non-busy time. I committed to Sundays and I, again, I didn't work on anything like air quotes work related, but I did spend a lot of time on my phone that like drained my energy where I would have rather like put that away and just been reading. So I'm going to keep coming back to that and then really focusing on regular check-ins. So I've started planning my, um, planning my day in advance in the mornings when my brain is fresh as opposed to at the end of the day when I'm like, oh, I have to get all this stuff done. It just doesn't, it wasn't working. So now that I'm moving it to that morning time, I, I want to check in throughout the day. Okay. I thought that took me 20 minutes, but it actually took me 30 minutes and kind of tracking that and checking in with myself and being, like you said, generous with time. Yeah. How about you, Joel? Um, I'm going to have a little twist on two of them. I think it's um, for that non-busy time and also that check-in with my brain. I'm doing that, but I want to make sure that this week ahead, I have gentleness with myself as I do that. So it's having that non-busy time like you are doing right now, but then being gentle on myself when it's not perfect, if you will, or being generous with my time as I plan ahead, but then being gentle on myself when I still feel a little rushed or anxious. I think that I'm the type of person who, when I do something, I want to do it really well or very, very right the first time. And I have to realize that as I'm learning all these things, these new things and these new strategies for myself, I want to be gentle on myself in the process. So gentle as I plan for non-busy time and gentle as I check it with my brain. I love that. So the final segment for our Marigold Force Flow is called the Community Maker. And this month, our Mar- our Community Maker strategy, because we all know you love your strategies, we know our marigolds, mm-hmm. is about rewriting the stories we tell about ourselves. Stories like, oh, I really messed up that reading lesson. Or I'm not doing enough for my team. Or the story that I'm constantly telling myself is, it's not okay for others to overfunction, but you can, Joel, go ahead and overfunction. <laughs> that is a big story that I have to rewrite about myself. So, Joel, remind us, how do we go about rewriting these stories we tell ourselves? Well, the next time you start to hear a familiar narrative playing in your mind, one that isn't serving you, hit pause and try switching out your lens. There are three lenses that you can switch out. And again, I will remind you of these three lenses and then briefly explain them. Be thinking about which one you want to focus on on this week ahead. There's the reverse lens, the long lens, and the wide lens. The reverse lens asks, what would someone else think of the story? The long lens asks, how will I most likely view this situation in six months? And the wide lens asks, regardless of this outcome, how can I grow and learn from it? So take a moment to focus on one of those lenses to begin to rewrite one of the stories you tell yourselves the reverse lens, the long lens, and the wide lens. Remember that this is not another thing to do. In fact, at the Miracle Force, we encourage our marigolds to have a don't-do list. Mm -hmm. That's a list of things not to do, like doing things just to do them. Instead, I encourage you to truly reflect on these three lenses, the reverse lens, the long lens, and the wide lens, and write down which one you will focus on this week ahead and what micro-actions you will take to make that happen for you.
So Joel, which lens are you going to focus on to rewrite a story that you're telling yourself? Um, I know I tend to do the reverse lens and the wide lens naturally. Like, how can I learn from this? And I wonder what they're thinking. The thing I really want to focus on this week at is that long lens that mm -hmm. six months from now, will this really matter? Will it really matter? Will someone really remember that February 13th professional learning day? They probably won't. Yeah. Will they remember that one time I didn't hold space for them? They probably won't. Um, so I, I know that I need to, to focus on that long view, that long lens, instead of overthinking on what are they thinking now or what, mm -hmm. what can I learn from this now? I personally know that I need to take that long view. What about you? Beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I naturally, I, I tend to use the wide lens and the long lens quite a bit. Um, the reverse lens I really struggle with. So the a story I tell myself a lot is that you're not being a good enough friend. You're not being a good mm -hmm. enough sister. You're not being a good enough colleague. Like, do, 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 reach out to all the people. So, and then um, I always feel kind of attacked when someone says, well, I haven't seen you in a long time. So... I'm, I'm going to focus on the reverse lens. Like really what story am I making up when people just text back? Like haven't seen you in a while. Not like you're a bad friend. Where have you been? You haven't reached out to me. <laughs> oh, nor just, I hear that. they just haven't seen me in a bit. Let's make a plan. Yeah. So I'm going to focus on the reverse lens. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Now we always finish with final commitments. For this workshop, we will keep it at a simple phrase that comes out of our learning today, whether directly or indirectly. We, read, we write down our commitment, we declare our commitment, and then whoever is around you repeats your commitment out loud. It can feel really strange at first, but it's very powerful to write it, declare it, and know that you've been heard. So for example, you might say something like, I'm committed to looking at situations this week with a long lens. And then whoever is around you would repeat it like, You are committed to looking at situations this week with a long lens. That's not my commitment, but it <laughs> could be. Awesome. You can keep your commitment from last week if you want, recommit to it if you will, or choose a new commitment. As Joel said, this is not meant to add another thing to your plate, but rather to give you a focused commitment for the week. And if you would, and if you would like, feel free to DM us your, com your commitment on our Instagram page. We love to support our commitments as best we can. So let's take a moment to pause, reflect, and write down our commitments before declaring them out loud. We're going to declare ours right now, but this is a moment where you could pause the podcast and take a moment to write down your declaration. So Jesse, what are you declaring? I'm committed to pausing and using the reverse lens before responding in a situation. You are committed to pausing and using the reverse lens. Before responding. Before responding. <laughs> In a situation. In a situation. You nailed it, Joel. How are you? Um, I'm committed to having gratitude for all things. You're committed to having gratitude for all things. <laughs> oh, can you tell that I was thinking about my commitment? Yeah. Um, <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Jesse. So beautiful. Quick question that I want to get in the habit of asking you at the end of these podcasts. Is there anything that's been inspiring you this week? 
Um, actually, yes. I've been starting to read, and now I can't remember the title of it, but I've started a daily meditation book. It's just one of those books where it's just an excerpt for the day, like usually a page or two. Um, and there's been some mornings where I'm like, oh my gosh, Ross, they it's like it's this book like knows me in this moment mm. and it's it's very grounding and um, I know Ross reads his own version he reads this like daily stoic meditation every morning so it's been something great to like explore individually and then also connect with Ross too so anything on your end Joel yeah um I just committed to having gratitude for all things and there's an app called the gratitude app that I shared with you before and it's just been so fun it prompts me once a day to just write down something you're grateful for. And it also has that option of um, taking pictures. I'm a big visual learner. So mm-hmm. I, it reminds me, like, take a picture of something special. I used to always have a photo a day blog in my classroom, and it's a way I kept it fresh because I didn't want to post the same thing every day yeah. for families. And I realized that by having to take a picture of something I'm grateful every day, it made me look around more for all the yeah. things that I'm grateful for. I so like that. download the gratitude app, unsponsored. Absolutely. <laughs> plug. Thank you, Jesse. Absolutely. So, dear Marigolds, that is our second podcast for this March Marigold Force Workshop, focusing on perseverance. We did it. You did it. We did it. Two more perseverance podcasts left for the month, coming out every Sunday. Yep. And now, and for now, our classic podcast asks, because we really do want to get this podcast out to as many people as possible. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends, either directly or on social media. It's the quickest way to get the word out. Check out all the things Marigold Force on Instagram. Our handle is the Marigold Force. Share your ideas, requests, feedback, and really anything on Instagram so that we can get to know you as we continue to build this Marigold Force community. And we would also love some five-star reviews on whatever medium you're listening to this on. It really makes that big difference. And if you have any beautiful descriptive feedback and encouragement that you want to share with us, you can email us directly at themarigoldforce at gmail.com with any ideas and or validation for this new endeavor at The Marigold Forest. And again, DMing us on Instagram is also great. And you can check out our website, www.themarigoldforce.com, to see what we're up to. Our most recent blog links to strategies that we talked about in this episode. Also, we're starting to put tons of free materials on our website that you can personally that you can use personally, professionally, at school, or wherever you're at in life. Check it out. And as always, dear Marigolds, keep blooming, and we will see you next week. See Bye you friend. next week.